0: As most of us are aware the Catholic people of Paris ended their day on Monday and suddenly it had become Good Friday as they faced the catastrophe of their place of worship burning to the ground. And it turned out that all of the people of France were affected. In fact, people all over the world were touched a gloomy, catastrophic Good Friday. But by Wednesday, the dawn started to come. Funds are serious, a significant amount of funds had been raised. They discovered that some of the treasures were not destroyed. The damage was not as bad as they originally thought it might be and Easter Sunday showed up. The dying and the rising of a Catholic and national and international symbol, symbol of God's presence in the world. This morning we gather on this morning and what is it for us? Some of us may well be on Easter Sunday, but some of us may well be on Good Friday. Catastrophe in our own lives. Maybe personal catastrophe. Maybe family catastrophe. Relationships, sickness, death, grieving. Maybe we are angry, angry with our church. Why am I here today? Why would I bother? And maybe we are hurting because of what's happening in our country and all of the rancor and all of the partisanship that seems to be tearing at the very fabric of the country we call the United States of America, our country. Easter Sunday, Good Friday. Good Friday, Easter Sunday. Some days we are here at the cross. Other days we are here with the risen one. And it seems to go back and forth because it is who we are. You and I, men and women of faith, you and I, baptized men and women, One at one time were brought to a font, a baptismal font, and we went into the water and, as it were, died with Christ and rose with Christ to a new way of being. We were reborn. We were no longer Mary Smith or Joe Smith we were beloved sons and daughters of God. We were transformed. We died to who we were and rose to who we are. And what we did was take on that pattern that be from that day on that pattern of dying and rising became the pattern of our lives. As we face the everydayness of our lives, some days we know well our Good Friday, and other days our Easter Sunday. And this morning we gather once again to celebrate and to renew that event in which we entered into this pattern of dying and rising. And one of the things that we come together, whether we are dying Good Friday today or Easter Sunday, one of the things that we have learned over time, that we don't arrive at an empty tomb. Whatever our Good Friday looks like, we trust and we believe there's more to the story than meets the eye. As Mary found out, it was the tomb was not empty. Or the tomb was empty, but the reality of the situation was not what she expected. It was not what James and the I mean Peter and the other disciple expected either. He had risen. And he promised that you and I, through our baptism, will share with him, not only in his dying, but in his rising as well. And so it is we gather together here and we listen to this message of new life proclaimed once again. He is risen. The sadness of Good Friday gives way. The dawn comes out of darkness. He is with us. He is among us. And we celebrate that as we remember over and over and over again. Indeed, every Sunday we remember the death and the resurrection of Jesus. Why do we do that? Because we need to do that. How do we negotiate Good Friday All the Good Fridays. How do we negotiate that? Except that we come together and we are reminded that Easter is also part of the story. Easter is also part of our story as baptized men and women. There are many ways that we experience the Risen One. And one of them is in our gathering here this morning we took time on a Sunday morning to come together, to be together, and if it's more Good Friday for us today, we can lean on the faith of one another. If it's more Easter Sunday today, let's show that as we participate and pray together. But we also come to the, come to the community at other times when we're sick, and we celebrate the sacrament of the sick. When we are sorry, and we celebrate the sacrament of reconciliation. But most importantly, we come to be fed. We come to deepen our relationship in the Lord, to share the very food and drink that is the body and blood of the Lord after we proclaim and remember the death and the resurrection of the Lord. But in the everydayness of our lives, those of you who are married, for example, and the love that you have for one another, living out that sacrament of marriage that is yours is a way to discover the risen one in our presence, is a way to experience Easter. At the same time, in all of the situations that we find ourselves as ministers, the ministers of our family of faith, in all different ways, small ways and large ways, sharing themselves out of a sense that God is present, that God is here. The risen one is showing his presence to us through each other. And in a particular way, I've noticed, in communities for the kingdom, the intimacy that has developed over a period of time as those communities continue to grow together, some of you participating in those communities for the kingdom, a unique way for us, a very important way for us to share in the presence of the risen one in our lives, to confirm once again, to proclaim once again, the tomb is not empty, Jesus has risen, Jesus is present to us. Jesus continues to give us God's love, God's peace, God's joy that the world can't take away from us, that Good Fridays can't take away from us because God is a part of it. As we gather on this Easter day, let's be grateful. Grateful for that wonderful gift that all of us have received, totally gratuitous, the gift of faith and the gift of our baptism which has transformed us and which today we have an opportunity to renew once again.